listen here, dude, this is the Hulkster, and I'm on the PCGCCK1 show. Don't tread on America. Let's do this, brother. nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the T-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida. Sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. Don't tread on America. How's everybody doing out there today? It is July 20th, 2023, and I'm your host, Don Q. Whew, what's today? Today's Thursday. <laughs> All right, guys, couple updates real quick. I know the shows are a little wonky. I wasn't here yesterday. I'm here today. I will not be here tomorrow. I'm having surgery, so I, I delayed the show to, the, to today just, you know, to fill a gap so to speak. I didn't want to do one yesterday because I'm hoping that I'll be back on Sunday. I can't make any promises. I guess we shall see how things go. Uh, This could be the last show. I mean, this could be it. I could die. (laughs) It's, I guess it's always eerie when you're talking to somebody and they talk about death and then they laugh, but that's what I do. I laugh in the face of death. Seriously, very well could be the last show. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully I'll uh, I'll power through and everything will be fine. Uh, but we shall see. So in the meantime, guys, <laughs> subscribe to the app in which you're listening to this on. Uh, subscribe to the show, I should say, on whatever app you're listening to this on. Make sure you're sharing this with your friends. We're available everywhere. No one has an excuse not to listen to the greatness that is Don't Tread on America. And while you're on your phone or your iPad or your tablet or whatever you're listening to this on, uh, why don't you go over onto Facebook there or Instagram or the Ticker Talker or all three and follow the show there. Don't tread on America. And uh, if you're not on social media, that's fine. I get it. You can uh, log on to the website at don'ttreadonamerica.com. From every single one of those locations, though, you can access the DTOM store from the podcast app, the website, the Facebook, whatever. DTOM store, check it out. I put a bunch of new stuff up there this uh, past weekend. Check it out. Contribute. Uh, I am self-sponsored. The show will, or I'm sorry, the store will help with that and hopefully be able to expand and do some advertising to uh, hopefully crack the... uh, the uh, shadow banning that is obviously occurring because I'll do a show, we'll get a hundred downloads, you know, and then it fizzes out. It's like 
for the life of me, I just can't imagine that <laughs> we can get a hundred, you know, a hundred people listening to the show on, you know, on a, every, every show I put out, you know, on immediate downloads, I should say. And eventually it climbs up, you get one here or there, but, um, <clears throat> it, I, 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 I don't know. So, you know, you guys could help me out. Just keep sharing the show. Find someone. If you're in a discussion with, even with people that you don't really know, you know what I'm saying? If you're just having a conversation with somebody and, and a certain subject comes up and you're, and you're a loyal listener to this show, then, you know, say, hey, you know, I listen to a podcast. It's Don't Tread on America. Oh, I don't li- really listen to podcasts. You know, I've got a, I got a Samsung. Okay, that's cool. It's, we're on Google Play. Yeah, I, well, I've got Spotify. Cool, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeart. We're on Amazon Music. Whatever. Check it out. Listen to the show. And uh, keep sharing. That's really the big thing. We can keep sharing this uh, eventually. Eventually, we'll crack in. All right. So, what do I got today? Okay, since it's it's very funny <laughs> how, you know, you watch the news, you, you, you get on Twitter, you get on different situations. And with the exception of, say, local news, you know, wherever you live, everyone has news, local news. And I'm not going to get on here and say, oh, God, a guy was busted for doing 100 and a 35. Oh, my God, you care about that, right? So... And it, and what this is what they'll say is this time of year, it's summertime, you know, people are on vacation, people are, you know, going wherever. Uh, it's not a busy news. It's not a heavy news cycle. You got to find the news. And <laughs> I, I disagree with that. I think everything happens every day. Something's happening Everywhere. And I, I'm not talking about, obviously, wherever you live, wherever you are listening to this right now. Obviously, there is something happening in your neighborhood, your city, your state, whatever. And I'm not talking about the random bullshit everyday type things. I'm talking about things that are affecting us, Americans, or <laughs> uh, worldians, whatever you want to call us. Wherever you live, these things that we talk about, these these different operations, these different things, think you know, situations that happened in the past even, that happened 50, 60, 100 years ago, we, we've seen the playbook, and we know that they cannot think of anything original, so they keep going to the same playbook. And they keep digging. You had 1918, Spanish flu, right, turned into... A economic downfall, which uh, turned into an ep- uh, economic upswing in the 1920s, which also in turn caused the Great Depression in the 1930s, which also called caused which, which led into World War II, which led into you know Operation Paperclip. Different, and that's kind of like the era of Operation Land. You every if you go through every war. There was different operations that affect us today. Even though you can say, well, Operation Paperclip, that was over there. That didn't really affect us, didn't it? Operation Northwest didn't really affect us, didn't it? Okay, so even if you want to go down that road, and if you want to go through our 290-some-odd shows, and we've done different shows, I've done them by myself, or Chris has been here, where we've talked about red flag events we've talked about different operations that our government our military our cia or all the above have done to us or involving us whether they did it to us to another country but it involved us now you can ask the question how did it involve us if you're if you're in america listening to this you could say how did operation northwoods affect us how did operation paperclip affect us Listen to the shows, guys. I'm not going to sit here and go through that. I can tell you every action has a reaction, right? So I, in my stumbling, bumbly way, found a new operation to talk about today. It's called Operation Volt Typhoon. Now, what is that? Um, The interesting thing is, is I can name different red flag events, different operations... 
And there's a lot of you guys that would probably be, it might trigger, uh, uh, oh yeah, I do remember hearing something about that. I do recall hearing about that. I can almost guarantee you that you haven't heard about this. And so so what what is it? Now, um, <clears throat> in the guise of trying to not take this show too long because, you know, I've got to get to bed, I've got to work, I've got operation. Here, here's the thing, not to, not to get off the show here for a second, but this is how I am. I have operation tomorrow, right? But yes, I'm going to go, <laughs> go to work in the morning, do my job, and then go have surgery. How many people do that, right? Then... Then I'll miss a day. I'll have to miss a day of work. God forbid. I'll take my days off. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be back to work on Tuesday. Maybe. No. But, um, anyway. So, we got to get the show moving. I want to get done because i got to get to bed. i got a long day tomorrow. Anyway. So, what? what is Operation Vault Typhoon? So, on May 24th of 2023... Microsoft of the United States and the Five Eyes Alliance Cybersecurity Information Sharing Organization held a joint cybersecurity advisory which detailed a series of activities related to the state-sponsored actor based in the uh, People's Republic of China, also known as Volt Typhoon. So... Now, when I say the words Volt Typhoon, you're thinking like, like of a tidal wave, a typhoon, oh my God, of, of electricity. Volt Typhoon is a, is a group of people based in China. So before I delve into who these folks are and what the purpose is, I want to go through a short period of history of... Scare tactics. Now, um, God, how, how do I want to phrase this? It's almost like we're being told that something is going to happen, whether it's the Russians, whether it's the Iranians, whether it's the Chinese. You can literally Google this, and or duck it, or Google it, whatever. You can look this up, and you will find, if you, if you search EMP attack, period, you're going to find... Over the past, we're in 23, so over the past three years, you're going to find a bunch of news articles that that range from a possible EMP attack from China. You'll find a bunch of articles on that. You'll, over the course of the years, not just recently, just since, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22, you'll find articles. And I'm not even talking about random, like, from conspiracy.com, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking Newsweek. I'm talking Time. I'm talking Forbes. I'm talking your mainstream people, not, not uh, you know, the gray zone, which I'm not knocking the gray zone by any stretch of the imagination. They, they put out some good shit. But if you want to look at a, a center or a left or a right leaning outlets they're all they have all posted on this at one point or another whether it was a possible chinese emp attack or a possible possible russian uh emp attack or a russian cyber attack or an iranian emp attack or a cyber attack on our uh infrastructure on our electricity on our you know and 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 if you, God forbid, if you live in some of these big cities like New York or Chicago, L.A., you're, you have your mayors, or maybe not your mayors, but your, your public officials warning you of situations that you need to get warned. Like, I can sit here all day, and who the fuck am I, right, and sit here and tell you, you need to go buy some food, you need to buy some ammo, you need to make sure you have a gun, you need to have batteries, you need to have da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Because if you don't know... Well, let me put it this way. If you've ever seen Ocean's Eleven, if you don't know what an EMP is, what an EMP attack would look like, if you've ever seen the movie Ocean's Eleven, okay, and and it's been a while since I've seen it, but there's a part in the movie where, you know, they're trying to rob the, the, the casino, the Bellagio, I think it was, and they needed to kind of cut the electricity. 
so they could get into the vault and so on and so forth. And the the one guy, the dude, I don't remember all the people that was in the movies, but I mean, to, to not sound racist, but the black guy, he was like a bomb expert or something like that or explosive ex- expert. And uh, they stole the, the group of guys. They stole the like an EMP device from some scientific lab, whatever. Um, remember it was in a van. He set it off. It like kind of imploded, imploded the van, but it knocked the power out in Las Vegas. Now, mind you in the movie, it knocked out the power for, I don't know, like five minutes or some shit like that. Uh, in real life, an EMP attack on cities, states, um, it wouldn't be sent. You wouldn't, you honestly wouldn't know what happened at all i mean and i'm being and i'm being honest and here's why you wouldn't know if you're sitting in your house and you're watching tv or you're listening to the detom show or whatever and all of a sudden the power goes out you're not going to know anything other than the power went out um if it's raining or storming outside, you might be like, oh, shit, the power went out, blah. If it's a sunny day and the power goes out, you're, you're going to think, oh, wow, someone must have hit a, a pole or something, right? You're not going to think about it being an EMP attack. The things you need to look at is this. Number one, if there were, if there is to be an EMP attack, and I, and I'm reason I'm focusing on 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 an EMP attack is because once I get into the story, you're going to think a whole different story. They're going to blame it on an EMP attack, whether it was China or Russia or Iran or whoever. But when you, when you have these types of attacks, it's not like in the movies where it'll be fixed in five minutes, 10 minutes. It's not going to be fixed for a while. So when you're listening to this show or other shows and they're trying to pimp different food supply companies, which, you know, I've talked about this before, not many people have the money to go out and drop a thousand bucks per person in your household for a four month or I don't even know if you can get that much for that price. It might be three weeks, whatever. There's not a lot of people that have that kind of money to drop on a food emergency food kit and i get that i'm not saying you guys are poor haha i'm not saying i don't i don't want to buy that shit so what you do or what you should do is like i've said be sensible about it be realistic be real world okay what are you going to do now if you live in a state where you have national natural disasters like in florida we have hurricanes now we don't have hurricanes every day or every other day or every year for that matter um but every year this time of year you have to be prepared for that because there there's a better than good chance that there could be a hurricane and then if that hurricane hits the state there's a better than good chance you lose power for a day a week Three weeks. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, and that's just based on destruction that can that can and will eventually be fixed, right? But in the meantime, how are you going to feed yourself? How are you going to take a shower? How are you going to do these things that we take for granted uh, every day? We take for granted those little things. We take, for for the most part, most of us, and I would assume if you're listening to the show, you fit in that category. We take for granted that you can go into your bathroom and take a shower, that you can go to your pantry and make some food, or run through the drive-thru, or run to the grocery store. We take for granted those things because we don't think about those things because they're there. What happens when they're not there? A hurricane comes, we can... There's a hurricane coming. We can run to Walmart. We can stock up. We can run to your local grocery store. We can stock up. We can buy the shit out of water. We can buy this stuff. And you see it. If you live in Florida, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you live in Texas, if you live in these, if you live in Louisiana, you understand what I'm talking about. South Carolina, North Carolina, you guys know what I mean. Hurricane's coming. Everyone freaks out. They run to the grocery store. They run to the Walmart, Target, whatever, and they buy everything they can buy. But if you did that now, 
you wouldn't have to. And what I mean by that is this. I personally drink a crap ton of water, okay? I probably drink roughly a case and a half a week of water. And I buy Zephyr Hills. I live in Florida, Zephyr Hills. I buy the 35 packs from Walmart, okay? I drink a case and a half a week. You might be thinking I'm full of shit. I'm telling you right now. I drink two bottles when I get up. I take three bottles with me to work. When I get home, I'll drink a couple of bottles. <laughs> God forbid if I do yard work or go to the gym, there's another two, three, four, five. You know, I probably consume uh, at least seven bottles a day. Seriously. Um, so I need, I need at least a case or so a week. I have eight cases in my garage. Do I need eight cases? No, I need a case and a half. And every week I go to the store, I buy two or three cases. There's no hurricane. There's nothing going on. Now, if there's an EMP attack, is that going to suffice me? Hell no. That's not going to suffice me because... Unlike a hurricane coming, an EMP attack is going to shut everything down. There's no generators running to fix stuff. There's You will have nothing. We will go back into dark times. And God forbid this happens, especially if you live in Florida, Texas, the Southwest. Everyone's having this record-breaking heat, you know, because of global warming. And we're all going to... No, I'm joking. Because it's just how it is. <laughs> um, like I'm sitting in my house. I'm doing the show. It's uh, almost 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It is in Florida. It's saying it's 92 degrees outside. Which means it probably feels like 100 and something outside. Uh, I'm in my house. Air conditioner's working. Thank God. It's 75. <laughs> EMP attack comes. Number one, you're not listening to me because phone ain't working I'm not able to broadcast but more importantly that air ain't working okay there's no generators and I'm not saying run out and get solar run out and get a, a propane generator I'm not saying those things because it's too late It. I mean if you have the money and you can do it knock yourself out but those things it won't really matter because the EMP attacks going to knock all that stuff out now, why am I talking about EMP attacks? Because for the past three, four, five years, it's been on our minds. But now you have you have this, okay? Now, is it a situation where they're going to cover this up with the EMP attack? And the, and the thing that's most concerning with me is in doing research for this, a lot of stuff I found was, oh, there's a pot, there could be a possible Chinese EMP attack or whatever. I'm like, well, I thought everything we ever heard about an EMP attack or a cyber security attack on our electric electrical grid was coming from either Iran or, or Russia. I haven't heard a lot about China, but now I'm finding all this stuff about China. So it makes me wonder why and who is covering this up to keep China out of the mix. Because obviously, we're finding this. So according to a blog posted by Microsoft, these activities included include attacks that have been happening since the mid-2021 against key infrastructure sectors in Guam and the United States. These activities targeted communication malfunctioning, utilities, transportation, construction, maritime, government, IT, and education sectors. As there is no evidence to suggest that any uh, any destructive attacks have been launched, it is speculated that the main objective of this hacking organization is to gather intelligence and establish a presence under radar. This would enable to compromise or disrupt key communication infrastructure, or I'm sorry, infrastructure between the United States and the Asian region to in the event of a future crisis which is of particular concern in the industry, the Volt Typhoon incident has reminded us of the following three significant risks. So before I read on, this has been going on for a couple of years now, and we don't think about it because 
listen to what they said communication manufacturing utilities transportation you don't think about it so what does that mean okay so utilities that's your like power right your power your tv your your cable your internet those types of things how often <laughs> do you just randomly lose a power and and it's and like i said it could be completely sun outside and we just write it off as a car accident possibly what if it's not how many times have you lost internet or cable and we're just like damn spectrum what if it's really not them what if transportation what if like you see all the the plane issues we're having throughout the country we're blaming pete buddha judge i'm not saying he's not to blame but what if it's not him <laughs> what if the construction you know we have bridges collapsing we have these different situations happening what if it's not what we think it is so there are three significant risks so the emerging threats, according to the Joint Cybersecurity Advisory Report published by the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the International Cybersecurity Authorities, one of the main tactics, techniques, and procedures of Volt Typhoon is to utilize existing cyber management tools to achieve its objective. The TTP also allows attackers to evade detection by blending in with normal Windows systems and network activities. Avoid alerts introduced by a third-party application to host by endpoint detection and response products. And limit the amount of activity captured in the default law configurations. For instance, some of the built-in tools used by the attackers include WMIC, NTDSUTIL. I don't know if those are acronyms for something, but uh, NetNetesh and PowerShell. This potentially allows them to mask many behavioral in indicators <clears throat> as uh, legitimate system commands, thereby increasing the difficulty for IT EDR detection. Then you have ge geopolitical tensions amid international competition for resources and tense geopolitical rela relations such as a Russia-Ukraine conflict and fiction, fiction, friction in the Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwanian Strait. <laughs> God bless Taiwan Strait. <laughs> National level hackers and political motivated organizations have started to launch intense attacks. We reported on this trend back in 2022. Cybersecurity annual report. In the Russian-Ukrainian conflict, we witnessed direct machine-destroying attacks, also known as wiper attacks. Today, we see uh, national-level threat actors employing living-off-the-land attack techniques. Industries related to the critical infrastructure, including key manufacturing sectors, must heighten their vigilance. The geopolitical conflict can lead to attacks that impact seemingly unrelated nations causing collateral damage. For instance, we saw wiper malware spread to 26 countries during the Russian-Ukraine conflict. So, let me get a drink of water here. Hold on. In essence, these, these individuals are masking their situation and blaming it on other things, i.e. Russian... Uh, hackers, cyber attacks, EMPs, uh, Iranian situation, and and not for nothing. But these people aren't stupid, obviously, and they know our weakness. They know that America and our and the citizens, for the most part, in America, have been trained to hate Russia and Iran. And I've, you know, I've talked about this before. So obviously, why not blame it on them? Because it's believable. Damn Russians, right? Damn Iranians. Damn Chinese. And I, and I might not even, and when I say that these people are from the People Republic of China, it doesn't mean it's the government necessarily. I'm not saying it isn't, but it doesn't mean it is. It could just be people from wherever 
because it's easy to believe and it takes the shine off of them. So then there's collateral damage. The particular the particularity of the Volt Typhoon operation lies uh, in the possibility that their covert objective may be to gain the capacity to disrupt critical communication infrastructure between the United States and Asia. From uh, an attack perspective, most operation technology attacks stem from informational or from information technology incidents which we refer to as collateral damage. According to our 2022 Cybersecurity Annual Report, 94% of IT security incidents have also impacted the OT, which is operational technology, environment. As IT and OT become more integrated, 70% of organizations had their data or operations held hostage by malicious actors demonstrating cybersecurity incidents that can lead to operational disruptions and data hijacking ultimately resulting in financial losses we saw that we've seen that we've talked about these not these guys but different hacking search your memory banks we've been doing this show or i've been doing this show for over two years you know chris was here in the early early times and we talked about you you can recall different uh companies being hacked we had the i can't off the top of my head can't think of it but you had the there was an oil member oil pipeline was hacked you had the meat processing plants that were hacked you had the uh, the you know just different plants of different kinds whether they were chemical plants or whatever they were hacked and then on top of that think of all the different fires and all the different you know uh, catastrophes that have happened at these plants we've talked about them for the last two three years that um what if, and, and we've asked the question, I'm not saying we're breaking news here, but other shows have also, like, what the fuck's going on? What's happening to these egg, egg hatcheries? What's happening to these chicken plants and these meat processing plants and, and so on and so forth? You know, with the fires and whatnot. And we're all, we don't know. We, we don't know. Well, what if it's cyber attack arson? I, I don't know how that's possible. But shit, it seems like anything's possible anymore, right? If if they're if most of these plants are, are computer operated, right? There's probably not a lot of manual interaction with a lot of these machines. I'm not saying there's no people working there, but a lot of these machines are run on computers. Even if Bob's sitting there watching the computer, watching the eggs roll down the line, or the chickens, or whatever, you know, doesn't mean that those machines aren't being operated by a computer now if that computer uses one of these types of operating systems then who's to say that these people these individuals aren't hacking into that system to cause the computer to short the system down and cause a fire i'm just speculating because most of these fires are happening in the evening or overnight where fortunately i don't know that there has been a lot if any uh, casualties other than the animals and the products and then you have the the cyber hacking or the cyber uh, ransom of the i, I want to say spl for some reason but you had the pipeline uh i can't recall the meat processing plant in i think that was in australia but it was a, a large meat processing plant so these these individuals whether they're government operated or whatever uh one would one could make the assumption that they are especially coming out of china but <laughs> what's is particularly dangerous about the volt typhoon operation based on current intelligence information uh, is their ability to maintain various access rights to key u.s infrastructures without being detected by defense mechanisms Threat actors heavily rely on living off the land techniques, techniques, as well as hands-on keyboard attack mode, where their commands are input directly to evade antivirus software detection, while achieving their objectives more accurately. We provide analysts of Volt Typhoon's attack techniques, potential impacts, and mitigation methods, hoping uh, it'll assist operators in critical infrastructure taking early countermeasures 
So, um, technical analyst, the official report has thoroughly discussed the use of relevant tools and specific details. Therefore, in this blog, we will focus more on the process of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think you guys really need to hear how to fix it because I, I don't see you guys getting on the computer and, and doing all this stuff. I'm just asking the question here of, are the things that we've seen happening over the past couple of years between different plants and different things, could this be part of that? These individuals are living off the land. So I found this article, People Repu People's Republic of China state-sponsored cyber active. So this is saying state-sponsored, which means it would be sponsored by the government of China. Actors living off the land to evade detection. So the United States, I'm going to try not to double read the same shit. Uh, the United States International Cybersecurity Authorities are issuing Joint Cybersecurity Authority uh, Advisory to highlight recent discovery, cluster activity to interest associates with People's Republic of China, state-sponsored cyber actor known as Bolt Typhoon. Private sector partners have identified as activities affected networks across U.S. critical infrastructure, blah, blah, blah. The advisory from the United States Now Security Agency, the, or the NSA, and the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure, the CISA, and, and the FBI. Uh, the Australian Signals, Australian Cybersecurity Center, communities established, blah, blah, blah. So this is out of, this is out of America, uh, Australia, um, who's that, New Zealand, uh, Britain, U.K., you know, whatever. So, and now think, like I just said. You had the big hacking situation at the meat processing plant, meat processing plant in Australia. We talked about the United States stuff. I'm sure if, if anyone's listening to this from United Kingdom, you can probably say, "Oh yeah, there was a big thing here in New Zealand." Oh yeah, we we had a thing here too. So, one of the pr actor's primary tactics and techniques is to live off the land, which use built-in network administration tools. So yeah, I, I don't want to reread this same shit. So essentially, these guys are living <laughs> off the in the hut somewhere, and using probably solar technologies. So they don't have a uh, power, you know, from you know an electric company, which means they can also target said electric company. Uh, probably use a satellite uh, DSL type situation for internet that they can run on a loop and cut in, cut out. Uh, obviously, these people are extremely smart where they can just, we're going to target this, they hit it, and get out, right? Um, what, is it, what does it all mean for us? Okay. Um, I was just looking at this. So I have one more article, but it's basically the same thing, so we won't read it. So what does this mean for us? So you guys recall back in, I think it was May, right? <laughs> and there was this big thing that came out. And, of course, it was all about, you know, where once you heard about this, everyone that talked about it was, oh, conspiracy theorists, here we go, here we go. Do you remember when they handed out emergency satellite phones to senators? And we asked the question, why <laughs> Why would we be giving, and it wasn't all of them. I mean, the senators, there's 100 senators, right? It wasn't a situation where they gave all 100 senators. It was only 50 of them for, for whatever reason. So I don't know if that was one per state or if it was, I, I don't know. They never named what 50 um what 50 senators got it but you have to ask the question let's let's just assume that 50 senators we know that 50 senators got it let's just assume those 50 senators was one from each state right and and the questions were why why are we giving senator why satellite phones and then it was that's when a lot of your emp you know you got emps um here's here's the thing once again i'm gonna I'm going to go into the EMP talk again. If there's an EMP attack, satellite phones aren't going to work. Not because the satellites won't work, but the phone won't work. 
if there's a infrastructure attack on cell towers, the satellite phones will work, but your cell phone won't. Right? So that makes sense that if if they, the senators, the president, the whoever, if they know something we don't, which is safe to say is a, is a safe bet, you would give at least one senator from each state one of these phones so that if or when this happens... Um, they can get in contact with whomever. Like, you know, it was made public that 50 senators got these phones. What wasn't made public was how many governors, how many, you know, that our president, the vice president, did any Congress people get them, did, you know, what? Why would you give, and I would have to assume that if you gave 50 senators, you probably gave 50 uh, 50 governors. You probably even gave a couple of mayors, like your bigger city mayors. Uh, you probably, obviously, FBI, NSA, CIA, blah, 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 blah. You see what I'm saying? Because what would be the point of 50 senators having satellite phones if no one else has them? Not that you can't go buy one if you so choose, if you have that kind of money, because they're not cheap. Not that the phones are expensive, but the services. <laughs> this is like buying a cell phone back when cell phones first came out, essentially. But point being is, what would be the point of giving these senators the phone? Who are they calling? Each other? No. Well, there's Mike there, Don. What would be the point? So <laughs> when I when I started thinking about this, I, I, I Googled it. Uh, so I found the article when that came out. So I, I just want to re- read through this article and in the quote-unquote conspiracy aspect of what of what they claimed, this was only two months ago. So you're not talking like five years ago. So reports that U.S. lawmakers have issued satellite phones for emergency communications have been taken out of context to dis- disseminate unsubstantiated false flag claims and conspiracy theories online, on uh, social media. Safety and security of the U.S. government officials and offices has become a focal point for the U.S. uh, public in recent weeks, compounding with the incident of the U-Haul truck that crashed into security barriers of the White House. So you guys remember that white, you had the the, uh, U-Haul truck, remember, and they pulled the Nazi flag out of the back, and, and I think he was a Hispanic guy or whatever, because, you know, most of your Nazis and white supremacists are Hispanics, if you didn't know that. Same with the guy that did the shooting down in Texas. That's, I, I, if you didn't know that, Hitler himself, he, he was actually Hitler Sanchez. Most people don't know that. It was Adolf Hitler Sanchez. Little known, little unknown fact, just in case you didn't know. I'm being a smartass, obviously. But anyway, (laughs) amid the alarming headlines and ongoing concerns about security in D.C. following the J-6 Capitol insurrection, (laughs) reports about the latest safety measures were quickly pounced on by conspiracy theorist accounts to promote baseless narratives. Okay. So I'm going to say this about that. I'm just scrolling through here to see if there's anything. Okay, so like, oh, you had explosives. You had this. Okay, we're talking about the U-Haul situation I just talked about. Here's the deal. (laughs) 50 senators, whoever, whatever, I'm sure presidents and vice presidents, if they gave it to the senators, they gave it to other people, whatever. What does a U-Haul truck with whoever driving this thing run, running into, you know, whatever the situation was? Ran into the cat was at the Capitol or White House or whatever. Um, yeah, security barriers of the White House. What does that, why would that situation, why would, oh my God, some dude just ran a U-Haul into the barriers near the White House and he had a Nazi flag. Quick, everyone, here's a, a sat phone, right? Oh, my God, there was explosives found over here. Quick, here's a sat phone. 
What do any of these incidents, J6, what does any of these things have to do with senators and whoever else needing satellite phones for communications? Because your cell phone will suffice. The guy running the U-Haul truck into the barriers near the White House is not going to interrupt your cell service. An explosion at a building somewhere isn't going to interrupt your cell service. Unless that explosion is at a cell tower. And even then, it's only going to disrupt the cell service from that cell tower. You, you, we've got to quit being so fucking stupid and naive as a, as a people. And we have to seriously... Add, and, and, and you're going to get called names. You're going to get called a conspiracy theorist. You're going to be called crazy. You're going to be called these things. Tell them to go fuck themselves. And then, tell, and then ask them the question. You cannot honestly sit here and tell me that there's a reason for 50 senators and whoever else to be issued satellite phones. Oh, J6, what does that got to do with a satellite phone? Do you even know what a fucking satellite phone is and what it does? The point of a satellite phone is to not use cell towers. The satellite phone you talk on uh, bounces off of a satellite. So, okay, just a quick lesson. I don't work for... Uh, Verizon or Sprint or whoever else is out. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. I have a cell phone, just like I would assume everyone else in the world, <laughs> or at least in this country. You see these cell towers everywhere, right? We had the whole thing of about a year or two ago. Five oh, G is going to kill us all, right? Whether it is or isn't, whatever. If there's a cybersecurity attack on our infrastructure, like I just talked about, Volt Typhoon. And they target our communications, which they're looking to do. They're going to target cell towers. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay, I live in Florida. And uh, I, I don't know all the cell phone just, you know, operators out there. Okay, what do we got? I said Sprint. I don't even think Sprint's around anymore. I think it's T-Mobile. I think they bought them out. So what do you, what do you got? You got Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T. Those are probably your big three. And then you got like what cricket and all your smaller carriers, and I'm not dismissing uh, Metro and all these other smaller carriers. Here's the thing: I think Metro is owned by T-Mobile, but like your cricket and your Smart Talk and your uh, Consumer Cellular and all these other companies that are out there, and like what's that one? Straight Talk, whatever. Those companies, those smaller companies use Verizon or T-Mobile or AT&T towers. Okay, Don, what does that mean? That means that the big three, Verizon, uh, AT&T, and um, T-Mobile, own the towers. Those other entities rent time. If you ever watch a commercial for one of the smaller, like Straight Talk or whatever, You'll see on the bottom of the screen, after so many gigs, it slows down because they're renting the airtime from the towers from these other companies. So, I'm not giving you a lesson. My point is, is if cyber attacks come in and they're going to go after communication so we can't communicate with each other, they're going to hit cell phone towers. And that means nobody's going to communicate other than people with satellite phones because those satellite phones don't use those towers. Only us regular people use those towers. So, like I said, if we're worried about a U-Haul truck hitting the barriers outside the White House, if we're worried about J6, if we're worried about these other things, your cell phone from Verizon, uh, T-Mobile, AT&T, Straight Talk, whatever you got, uh, will suffice, but it won't if there's a cyber attack on cell towers. You see the difference? So obviously, they know something that we don't, once again. And also, once again, if this does happen, you won't know anything. And I think it's interesting, and, and I think this is just me kind of spitballing here, but I think it seems like to me that 
they're they're I think everything that we see with these different uh, infrastructure attacks, whether it's utilities uh, or, or infra- you know, buildings or, uh, you know, plants of some sort, they're, they're trying to see what will happen, how people react. I think sooner or later, and I pray I'm wrong, you're going to see something happen in a major city from this standpoint and I can honestly see it happening soon because it's so blessed hot that could you imagine if these people did something in in uh, Houston or in um Phoenix or LA LA doesn't get like super hot so um you know what I'm saying oh there's going to be a heat wave hitting New York City boom look at that power went out oh sucks and I'm not saying wishing that any of this happens to any of these cities or states I'm not saying that but you understand what I'm saying and it wouldn't be all of those places it would just be one and it would just be a way to, boom, now you're hot. It makes me wonder, too, now I'm thinking about that. Could this be something that happened in Texas? What was that, two two uh, winters ago when they had the ice storms and they got super, super duper cold and they lost power? And they blamed it on the wind turbines? Not saying that wasn't the case, but what if it wasn't the case? What if it... What if these people caused those blades to stop a turning or they were still turning and they caused an interruption from the signal right just asking questions here guys because these these guys have been around for a couple years now this isn't new so in in answering the question if there were any emp so it could be disguised as an EMP attack by the simple situation. If these guys are nickel and diamond, if they're hitting this, okay, this is okay. So we can, we know if we do this, it's going to take out cell towers. So we know we do this, it's going to take out the internet. We know if we do this, it's going to take out the power. You're not going to know anything. So what would happen if a, well, let's not even say nuclear weapon. Let's just talk about an EMP attack because essentially, if there was a, a nuclear bomb dropped, okay, God help us if that were to ever happen. Let's just say the, the burst, other than the, the flame and the fire and the chaos from that, the, the waves from that is essentially what an EMP attack is, okay? The problem is, is they've figured out a way to harness the destructive capabilities of a nuclear weapon without having the devastation of a bomb dropping. Okay? So, it's it's a simple answer. <laughs> the power grid would go, up, go down, period. Either over a large area or potentially over all the United States. Now, I would assume in this situation, I, I like I said, I, I, can, I can imagine them doing this in a big city just to test run it to see and that would also gauge your response from your city your state your people and then if it went nationwide because at least if you lived in i i I don't know why i keep picking houston but if you lived in houston and god forbid something like this happened where if it were an emp attack you're screwed your car's not going to work your phones aren't going to work you're you're not going to have power you're not going to have any way to eat uh take a shower you're not gonna have any of that because everything's going to shut down everything not part of the city not your street everything and i could see them flipping the switch to make it appear as such that there was an emp attack will be the point well, because we could blame it on Russia or Iran or whoever, and that helps us go to war. Talk about the the cell phone or the sat phone situation. That's what you call a false flag event. Because not so much the phone issuing, but something leading to that point. 
So your stores, your banks, hospitals, social services, the internet, restaurants, grocery stores. You there's nothing. So I don't I not to end the show in despair. We're screwed now. There's there's you cannot prepare enough, I guess is the best way to put it. Now, when I sit here and tell you, guys, if you have the extra money, if you have if you if you're well off, by all means, they're not a sponsor of the show and I'm not going to I don't know all the names of these companies. Go on Amazon and look up emergency food. You have different companies. I think My Patriot Supply, I think Four Patriots. You got if you have the money and you don't mind, you can you can lose a thousand dollars and not think about it or more. Check those people out by all means. Like I said, they're they're not a sponsor, so you do you. If you are like most of us listening to this and talking right now, you don't have that kind of disposable income, but you do grocery shop. Wherever you grocery shop, if it's Walmart, your local store, whatever. Around here we have a Publix, you know, we have Walmart, you have Target, which I wouldn't go to, but you have Winn-Dixie's. Um, utilize the BOGOs. Utilize stuff. Buy, and like, once again, I'm not advertising for Publix. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I happen to be in there today. And notice that their, I think it's Del Monte vegetables, are 10 for 10. Okay, if you like green beans and corn and whatever... I had 10 cans. It's 10 bucks. I know it's still kind of expensive. It's more than it used to be, but shit. And it's stuff you're probably going to eat anyway. If you eat green beans, if you eat corn, buy the shit. Okay? If nothing else, you have it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's coming up. But you also got to think, whatever you buy, how are you going to cook it? So a lot of us will be stupid and we'll buy, like, frozen foods. Okay? Well, if this happens how are you going to cook a frozen pizza or or whatever your best bet is canned food of of some sort um make sure you have charcoal not a bag get bags of charcoal they last keep them in your garage you know if you have a garage keep them in your garage try to keep them don't leave them like out back don't leave them on your back porch if you have a screen in porch if you preferably if you can at least keep them in your garage Okay, you want to keep them dry. You want to keep them relatively out of the sun, out of the weather. So, if you have a gas grill, maybe buy a. If you have the ability to go buy a couple tanks, fill them up with propane. Make sure you have two or three tanks. Don't worry about a generator. I mean, <laughs> I have a generator, but I'm not sure that it will work in the EMP attack. I mean, it might because it's not electric. It's not electric start. It's a pull start like a lawnmower. So, I don't know. But it can't hurt to have gas for it just in case, right? If you have one. I live in Florida. We, we Most people have them. So, and ultimately, if nothing else, because if, if these things do happen, the people that aren't prepared at all are going to lose their shit. First of all, what you'll see is your your local grocery stores, your Walmart, your Walgreens, your anywhere that's that sells goods are obviously going to be ransacked. Right? I mean that's that's a given. And I don't care, I'm not saying definitely in the black neighborhoods are gonna do I'm not saying that. <laughs> Everywhere. Because whether you're white, you're black, you're Hispanic, whatever. If you're unprepared, nothing drives you more crazy than heat and hunger okay and we're gonna see both of those so where am i going with that if if you do not have a firearm if you don't well if you don't believe in firearms you're probably listening to the wrong show but if you don't have a firearm you might Want to make friends with people that do? Or maybe go buy a, a decent shotgun, at least. They're not terribly expensive. 
And I'm not saying go and get you a budget shotgun that's a hundred bucks because you need something that's gonna be durable. So, you know, shop a little bit. But if you have a couple hundred bucks, you, a decent shotgun will will go a long way. And then get you some ammo for that shotgun. Um, because people are gonna lose their shit. And once Walmart and Publix and Winn Dixie and Walgreens and uh, Target and whatever grocery store is in your area, Sam's Club, your your whole your BJ's wholesales, your Costco's, once all these places are wiped out, which won't take long, and they're not going to get replenished, right? They're going to come to your house. They're going to come to your house. Not that they know you have anything, but they're going to check. <laughs> Especially depending on where you live. If you live in a decent or better than decent neighborhood. I mean, not for nothing, but that's what I would do. I'm probably not going to go kicking in the door of the, of the poor neighborhoods. You know? Like, I'll joke and say, I don't really need to prepare. I got, I got all these houses around me that's got food. I got guns. <laughs> and I'm not saying I would do that, but I'm just saying prepare prepare as much as you possibly can do and if i'm wrong i'm wrong and that's why the beauty of going to the grocery store and buying canned foods and and those types of things that you're going to eat anyway right it can't hurt to have it rotate your stock buy your food prepare say don't go crazy and start pissing away all your money because um you know i could be wrong I mean, I'll admit it. I guess the best day in your life is when you don't need that stuff. So, I don't know. I just found it interesting that this is an operation that's currently ongoing. This is not a conspiracy theory. This isn't something I dug out of my ass. This is something that Microsoft has warned about. They are seeing this happening on their systems. Um, I can't help but wonder to ask the question if the things that we've seen in the last couple of years from plant situations, manufacturing plants, food processing plants, the cyber attacks, uh, the cyber um, extortions, I can't help but wonder if that all has something to do with it. And if you just have random power outages or random fires at a building or random this or random that can it all be related these guys have been going for the last three years think of all the different things the the shit think about the train derailments let's even talk about that talks about transportation could a lot of these train derailments have something to do with this i don't know i'm not saying that that is but it makes you wonder now doesn't it now that you know that this is going on and they can't find these people and it's going on. Can't you help but ask the question, could this be from this? So, I guess the best thing to do is, if you if you personally have a Microsoft, like I'm, I'm on a, uh, what is this? This is a Hewlett Packard laptop, uses a Microsoft operating system. I don't use it anything but to do the show, so whatever. But if you work at a business and you use that and you start seeing some funky stuff, you might want to say something. Say something to your IT people. Say something. You know, if you don't want to sound crazy and I heard this on this podcast and this dude was saying this, that, and the other thing, don't start spouting out Volt Operation Volt Typhoon. They might lock you up and fire you, but, you know, maybe report that these things are happening. All right. So that's all I have for you today, guys. I will not be here Friday, but please, guys, make sure you subscribe to the show, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. Follow the show. Um, I, like I said, hopefully we'll be back on Sunday. I guess it all depends on how the operation goes tomorrow. So in the meantime, guys, on the podcast app you're listening to this on, there is a link to the DTOM store if you want to help me out. Check it out. Got some T-shirts. Got some tank tops. Got different, like uh, made a you know, whiskey glass. We got some tumblers. We got just different things. Uh, so check that out. Help me out as much as you can, so we can just keep this show growing. And uh, by buying the shirts, it's not like I make a crap ton of money off the shirts. I'm not worried about that. 
the biggest reason would be for advertising. Like you're helping me spread the word. So check it out. Go to the DTOM store. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And uh, you can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And from all those locations, you can message the uh, show. You can talk to me. And uh, if you find anything going on in your area that sounds fishy or familiar to what we're talking about right now, drop me a line. Other than that, guys, you have a great rest of your Thursday, and I'll talk to you again, hopefully, on Sunday.